We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. of the Rockies. It's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Here's Hour 2. It's Backbone Radio. Glad you are on board. Oh, we just love having you here. The elite. The true elite that tunes in to this program. And what is it today? It is Sunday, February 25th, 2024. Just working in a quick point or two before chatting with some folks. Last hour, I was detailing, obviously, the coordinated persecution of Donald Trump by Joe Biden, Joe Biden surrogates, Joe Biden puppets. And if you look into it, of course, the Letitia James AG of New York, that persecution of Trump, the Fawny Willis persecution of Trump, Nathan Wade, too, in Georgia, and that Judge Engeron, the rest of it all, that's coordinated by people like Norm Eisen, Mary McCord in the Biden deep state White House, okay? You have to understand all of that. This is becoming more and more apparent. The American people aren't buying it. Donald Trump is being treated by Joe Biden the way Andre Navalny was treated by Putin. And again, Putin has endorsed Biden. So Putin has twice now endorsed Biden for 2024. And so apparently Putin approves of the way Joe Biden is treating Donald Trump. Just the way Putin has been treating Navalny. Hopefully that makes sense. They're trying to bankrupt Donald Trump and throw him in jail for the rest of his life. Leftists, do they understand that? Are they capable of understanding this? Hello? Anybody on the left out there, are you capable of understanding that? (laughs) Well, maybe some are. Maybe some are a little too brainwashed to quite step through that little veil, and they prefer to live in the Lala land, Potemkin village, alternate reality constructed for you by the propagandists and the deep state media. But anyway, how does Trump respond to all this? He responds to all of this with good cheer, great energy, and humor, and resolve to save this country. And just, you know, how do you do that? You are under massive, overwhelming persecution. You've had hoax after hoax and impeachment and all the rest of it. And you just keep going, and you keep having fun, and you keep living your best Life. Here's some of the funniest. I mean, Trump has never been funnier, never been better. Here he is in South Carolina before his massive victory. Take it behind the barn. In other words, once they take me behind the barn and go, and the fake news is saying it's wonderful. Then when I said, let him take me behind the barn, Biden. hit him. So they said, oh, that's terrible. He's a fascist. <laughs> Trump is a fascist. Now, if I ever did, if we were ever behind the barn, I would look at him and I'd go like this. (laughs) (laughs) 
massive crowd. Trump does better humor than all of the deep state um, late night comedy people who are, you know, part of the whole mainstream media propaganda system. Make no mistake. And here's another bit of humor. Again, respond to all of this persecution with humor and with victory, ladies and gentlemen. You know, when I imitate Biden because he can't find his way off the stage, as you all know, he makes a speech that lasts usually about a minute and a half because the octane starts to wear off at a quick rate. You ever notice he starts off strong within about two minutes, he can't talk anymore. And then he walks off. You ever notice he always goes like this? There's Trump walking around imitating how Biden. Then he comes back up to the mic and he's looking. He's totally lost. There's stairs all over the place. He can go there, there, here. He could jump off the front of the damn plot. But he always, he always goes like this. <laughs> so at the Trump rally. Massive packed house rally, South Carolina. There's Trump just riffing with the humor and again going up against the globalist establishment who's they're trying to destroy him, destroy his family, destroy his businesses, lying, 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 all the just around the clock. And that's his response is humor. Humor. And you know, let that be a character lesson for us, right? Just, you know, laugh at it. Keep going, leading your best life. Keep trying to save this country, your family, your community, the rest of it, no matter what. Uh, I don't care about the revenge thing. I know they usually, usually use the word revenge. Will there be revenge? Uh, my revenge will be success. That's Trump at the town hall with Laura Ingram. And that's the thing is that the, the left media is always saying, oh, Trump's vengeance and Trump's revenge, his revenge tour. Trump never talks that way. Trump never thinks about, oh, I'm going to go get these people who have wronged me. I'm going after them. Nope. He doesn't frame it like that. He doesn't even seem to think like that. He just wants to be successful, make this country great again. And, oh, they, they want to implant those bitter seeds, those bitter negative seeds the media does. They want you to think of Trump as just angry, angry and bitter and wants his power back. And you know what I mean? But that's not that's not what Trump is doing. He's just running and he is of good cheer. And the rallies are hilarious, ladies and gentlemen. So whenever you see someone use the word revenge, right, or vengeance with Trump, know that that comes from a propagandist in the paid and bought out mainstream media doing its job. And on the phone lines, hang on if you would. I just want to get some of this stuff in and we'll get right back after the break here. But Trump did tell Ingram something about mail-in voting. And we all know this in Colorado, the mail-in ballot. Don't we all know this? You got mail-in ballots. You got problems. Can you trust mail-in ballots? I don't. Do you? And isn't it valid if we don't trust them? Shouldn't people who respect our democracy respect those of us who do not trust the mail-in ballot? If they really care about democracy. They would respect our distrust for the mail-in ballot. I think they should. They would if they cared, if they weren't partisan hacks, thinking they get some kind of an advantage out of the mail-in ballot. 
dream. Speaking of that, how are you going to make sure that mail-in ballots and voter fraud, which we heard from a lot of people in line, was an issue front and center? They're very concerned about mail-in voting. So forget the past. What are you going to do to make sure we don't have problems going forward? If you have mail-in voting, you automatically have fraud. If you have okay, well, there's mail-in voting in Florida, That's and you right. won huge. That's right. If you have it, you're going to have fraud. But you won. Because you don't have any. When you go into a voting place, like you go into one in a, in a properly run state, they look at you, they give you give voter ID, you give all sorts of identification. I mean, it would be very hard to cheat in a mass scale. When you send out millions, like California, I think they sent out 36 million ballots. They don't have a voting booth in the whole place. And then millions of ballots yeah. come back. Nobody knows where they're coming from. Right, but what are you going to do about it? Uh, the way you win is by swamping them. The way you win is by swamping them. you got to have, and we're going to swamp. I'll tell you what, I've... I did great in the first election. I did much better in the second. We have interesting news coming up. Yes, yes, indeed. And you see how she worked in that Florida thing? But you on Florida. You on Florida. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that Florida thing? Do you wonder if that was a GOP establishment deal to get DeSantis in there, to set DeSantis up to try to take out Donald Trump in 2024? Just think about that. We know there's a uniparty. We know there's a rhino establishment. Um, something about that whole Florida stuff doesn't quite make sense to me until you understand the role of what DeSantis was being prepared for to be the taker downer of Donald Trump in 2024. Yeah, they prepped him for the last six years at least. Oh, yes, they did, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe that makes sense when some states go one way and some states go another way. Maybe those mail-in ballots are manipulable. And I'm not saying I have proof of that. I'm just saying that I don't trust them. I don't trust them. And I think everybody knows not to trust them. And I think, again, the people who are running our elections should uh, should respect that. Respect that distrust and find a way to assuage it that involves maybe not doing the mail-in ballot. What do you think? At any rate, more on this and off to the phone lines when we come back. It's Backbone Radio. On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker. News Talk 710, KNUS. There we go. A little garbage action. A song called I Think I'm Paranoid. Love that rockin' guitar riff there from that band. Very pretentious name, is it not? Band calls themselves Garbage. Who remembers The Surfing Bird by the Trash Men? Another very pretentious band. Don't you kind of like that? Just drop all pretension. Yeah, we're just here to rock. Yeah. At any rate, Matt Dunn, Backbone Radio. And yeah, 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 uh, Trump goes to sneaker con. The sneakers unveils his line of sneakers. They sell out. It was a phenomenon. You're all sneakerheads. 
your sneakerheads, right? Does everybody in the room consider themselves a sneakerhead? I think so. <laughs> Again, the humor, having fun up there. By the way, you ever seen Joe Biden do any of that? No, you have not seen that, because after one minute he runs out of the octane, whatever they're pumping into him. Somebody came up on, sna- on stage at SneakerCon. By the way, Blake, do you know anything about SneakerCon? I mean, you ever been there? Like, or Is that like a thing? It's in Pennsylvania or Ohio or somewhere out there? Uh, I can't say that I have. But Okay. Uh... Are you into sneakers? I know that uh, Donald Trump has those golden sneakers, doesn't he? Yeah, those just came out. Yeah. See, a good campaign should be unpredictable, surprise you, come up with this stuff. Where did this come from? Sneaker con, and then somebody comes up on stage. Yes, we need him. He's a Christian. He's a good, honest man. They're after him for no reason. Go out and vote for Trump. Vote Trump. So these sneaker con people are out there chanting USA and that 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 young woman goes up there. She kind of squeaky, squeaky sneaker voice, the squeaky sneakers. You know, I sound like that when I get excited. I sound just like that. You know, I squeak like that, don't I? Well, maybe not quite at that octave. But. Man, that is just cool stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Again, all this stuff the media tries to suppress from you and keep from you, and those sneakers have already sold out. And uh, the squeaky people up there chanting USA, USA, uh, I I just dig it. Life is fun. Enjoy it. And you know, when you're out there socially and you think, oh, there's some people that might might think that, oh, I'm kind of pro-Trump, so they, they won't they won't like that. Ah, screw that. Just just go be you. Be you and live your best life, all right? Don't don't let some of those some of those expectations or some of those brainwashed people hold you back. Amen to that. Let's say hey to Joe in Arwada. Joe, glad you are oh, here. Welcome, sir. Hi, Matt. I, I'm excited. I think uh, you know we're we're where we should be. Just keep in mind, run through the tape. Got to got to stay focused. That we're really behind because the you know we got to beat the fix. There's ten points that we got to overcome because you know they're still trying to rig it. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Right. The uh, even the, the people the, who don't know it know it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know they tried. They try to pretend that they they don't know it, it because they're what they really are is they're biased against Trump, and so they don't want to say that. So then they pretend there's no rigging going. That's on. right. We know that they know, and we know that they're pretending like they don't know, but we know that they know, Joe. Exactly. Uh, yes. This Nikki Haley deal. I think what's happening. The reason that the oligarchs here in America want want Nikki Haley to win or they just want her to put a dent in Trump so that when they bring the surprise, you know, uh, behind curtain number three, whoever it is, out, 
they can maybe throw Nikki over there as the vice president on the Democrat ticket, and then they can say, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're catering to America when it's either Michelle Obama or Gavin Newsom uh, with Nikki Haley. You know, yeah. Who knows exactly? You know, they'll never tell you. They're they're scheming big time right now and what they're going to do to stop the Trump juggernaut in 2024. And it could be all the way from assassination of Trump to Trump goes to jail somehow, which still wouldn't stop him, by the way. Um, I agree. And uh, or maybe like World War Three or martial law. Or, but make no mistake, they are push polling. They are testing all of this stuff. They are finding out what third-party tickets they could bring in. Could they throw in Nikki Haley on a ticket with Liz Cheney or something like that? Could uh, you know maybe joining JFK or RFK Jr. somehow? They're looking at all the options, and they'll they'll Absolutely. throw it out. It'll be a big surprise. But the thing is, I, I, this is a destiny thing. When you hear. At SneakerCon, people showing up to look at sneakers, and they're chanting USA, USA, and all. It's don't you get a sense? It's it's like a destiny thing, twenty twenty four. Oh yeah, we we've got the momentum, but but remember, run through the tape. We're behind. Think about it like that. We're behind. Run through the tape because if you start thinking, uh, you know, let's rest on our laurels. That's exactly when you get whiplash. Oh, there's you know, none of that. Not, nobody is resting on the laurels, in, in in part because of that. I mean, you look at the polls and say, well, we're up by 10 points over Biden. But you just know that no, no one trusts the, the ballots and the way things run. I mean, people just do not trust that. A huge majority of the GOP. And again, um, that's just how we feel about it, right? Um, Absolutely. One so thing. No if, resting. If, if one, one thing that, that we have to keep... Uh, you know, kind of in in the back of our minds is that these never Trumpers, these people that have been bashing Trump on the conservative side, I want you to think about this. If you're one of those people out there and you're saying this and you're, you're saying, oh, well, we've got to have somebody else. We've got to have Nikki Haley. We've got to have just think if this election is lost by like, you know, votes on election night when the machines stop and all of that goes down you caused it because if we lose this election by one point and they rig the, the they rig the machines again and drop in the fake ballots then you can thank yourself rhino because what you but did that's what the rhinos want you, the rhinos want I, biden I over understand. trump yeah i get it that's exactly what some the, of them but by I the way, let me point this out. Some of them conservatives that really think that Trump is bad for the conservative movement, but they're wrong. Well, there's a, they, there's so so few that they hardly even count. And those would be like the diehard DeSantis people who believed some of that stuff and couldn't see through the uniparty scam that that was, you know, run by the Bushies and Karl Rove and the rest of it. But uh, I had a text to studio. What do you think of this one, Joe? That um, person says... As long as Tricky Nikki is still contesting the primary, Trump is not considered the official nominee and therefore is not is not entitled to the White House daily briefings or matching campaign funds. From that perspective, it makes sense for the deep state to keep her in. Um, So maybe that's that's why they've wasted seventy six point four million dollars. The leftist globalist Democrat donors of Nikki rhino types 
somehow they think it's yeah, worth it's it. Part, partly, it's partly because of the phony RNC leadership by Ron Romney McDaniels. You know, the, the, the thing that we need to do is get Laura Trump in there and just think, Romney McDaniel, if you are the cause of this, uh, that we lose this by a tenth of a percentage, because you didn't step down early enough to, to let the RNC win the election for Trump, that's what we want the RNC chairman to do, Romney McDaniels, win the election. Right on, Joe, right on. Listen to podcasts of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710knus.com. Another little love song, a song about love, peace, harmony, meeting your best life, your best possible life in spite of it all. I'll get to some philosophies of happiness as this program goes on. George Harrison, happy birthday to George. He's born on February 25th, 1943. His memory is music carries on especially in places like Backbone Radio with our A-plus bumper music if I do say (laughs) going back years the best in the business it cannot be denied at any rate yeah that sneaker con was in Philadelphia, it's in Philly I believe and a lot of African Americans in attendance there And the poll data has Trump up past 26% support with African Americans with the black vote, which is going to be more than doubled if that holds and maybe even increases heading into 2024. Yeah, Joe Biden's wide open border is not going over so great across this country. And... Do keep that in mind, the real-world consequences of the Biden wide-open border. Young woman nursing student in Georgia, Lakin Hope Riley, killed by an illegal immigrant, an individual who came across illegally in 2022 from Venezuela. And the media is not reporting on that. They keep saying that he's just a Georgia man or an Athens, Georgia man. Elon Musk Twitter did put a little uh, correction note on the Atlanta Journal-Constitution article, which called him an Athens man, said, no, he's not an Athens man. He's an illegal immigrant from Venezuela. Keep that in mind, and we've talked about some of the same kind of scenarios right here in Colorado, people who have lost their lives to people here illegally. Keep that in mind. Again, the media hides that from you. The media does not want you to know about that. And it's just such a strange, strange deal. Just got word my uh, my older daughter's team won their uh, soccer tournament this weekend. Just happened. So they're, they're like winners. They won, you know. Uh, yeah, she's now 13. And they won the championship. Good job. And I didn't get to see that game because I get to be hanging out with the saddle pals around here. But congrats to that little angel. A lot of soccer going on. Soccer season started. I might have to give some vignettes about us 
wheeling the minivan around to the soccer fields around Denver Metro and all over the state. Pueblo, for me, this weekend. Yeah, we had the green chili. <laughs> you can't beat it. Love that town down in Pueblo, which just, didn't they just vote in like a Republican mayor or something? I guess I uh, I need to follow that more closely. But um, by the way, I'm in the Millstop restaurant going for the green chili. Some dude was in there with a Trump jacket on, big Trump letters on the front, Trump letters on the back, and a big Trump baseball hat. And I looked at it and I was like, right on, dude, right on. <laughs> and we we had a little hello down there. And I was like, man, this is cool. And he was just out there enjoying life and it was a packed restaurant. And you know the deal. Anyway, more on happiness after bit. Javier Malay of Argentina has already balanced the budget down there in Argentina. It took him, what, uh, like six weeks or something to balance the budget? That's pretty impressive. He is a, he is a free marketeer. He really despises socialism. He despises the World Economic Forum kind of people, and he loves Donald Trump. And guess what? They just met. Trump and Malay met. So this is MAGA squared. Make America great again. Make Argentina great again. And you should have seen the look in Javier Malay's eyes when he got to meet one of his heroes, Donald Trump. And this audio is a little hard to decipher, but you can get bits and pieces of it, and it's worth playing. I mean, this is MAGA squared, man. President! Malay walks in. They're embracing. They're hugging. They're happy. Thank you. Make Argentina great again. Come on, let's have some pictures. Come on. Yeah, Malay with the big wild hair, the rock star. Make Argentina. Making Argentina great again. They've got great soccer, but they need a great country. And they, oh, the socialists have wrecked that place. They're trying to do that here. So I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, you just had to hear a little bit of that. MAGA squared, that's that's a landmark meeting, and I think you can take that as anecdotal evidence, is that uh, Malay won by so much down in Argentina and very open about his pro-Trumpness down there. And that was only an asset in Argentina. I mean, just landslide victory for Malay. There's something in the air that the traditional old establishment, deep state rhino politics has lost the masses, has lost the people. They're just not interested in uh, what Biden has been delivering. I mean, not even at all. And they're seeing the, the devastation he has brought on. And let's hear a clip about that. Oh, where's my C1? Looks like uh, uh, that, that one may not be present. And, uh, but we don't need it. We don't need it. We don't even worry about that C1 one. And I may have mislabeled that one for you, my man. But let's get... I heard on the news break something about, uh, you know, we're talking about the democracy in Ukraine. And we got to get this. We got this understood. Zelensky has canceled three elections in a row in Ukraine, three in a row. 
Is that the kind of democracy that we really need to be sending all these billions for? They keep canceling their elections. And Trudeau of Canada, who was another World Economic Forum, one of the worst leaders in the world, congratulating Ukraine on its democracy and the rest of it. This democracy word is bad news, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all it means is more power for the establishment, more powerful, more power for the existing ruling class. And Paul Ryan, that dinosaur politician guy, he managed to come out with all the cliches wrapped up in one little soundbite here. Again, let's listen. What, what worries me more, and not just Tucker, but that's a symptom of all of this, is that they're curating sympathy in America. And, and they're, they're helping nurture and develop an isolationist wing in my party and in our country, which I think is very, very dangerous. They're developing, you know... People who want to see NATO reduced or NATO not adhered to. Um, obviously, President, former President Trump is pushing this line as well. So what I very much worry about is they're, they're, they're helping curate a line of thought, a school of thought that is isolationist, that is pro-Putin, pro-Russia, pro-tyranny at the end of the day. And that is extremely dangerous for, for, for all democracy, but for us as ourselves, democracy. And so what I see Tucker as just one little chapter in that story. Um, I didn't watch that whole interview. I watched a little bit of it, but it just looked like a kind of an infomercial for Putin to be able to. And there you propaganda. go. There's Paul Ryan with the same old tired cliches that nobody's buying anymore. Uh, Paul Ryan, who's running Fox News into the ground over there, who helped get rid of Tucker Carlson, I am sure, when they fired him from there. And he uses the democracy word democracy. And again, in Ukraine, Zelensky has canceled three elections in a row. What kind of a democracy is that? And Paul Ryan uses the, oh, the isolationist word. If you don't want to send hundreds of billions of dollars over to Ukraine, you're a bad person and you're an isolationist. This whole Ukraine imbroglio, or should I say imbroglio? Imbroglio. That's, that's it. You don't, you don't say the G. Thank you, Texter, for helping me with that word. Um, that there's something wrong with you if you don't want to, you know, focus on Ukraine's border instead of our own border in which Lake and Hope Riley was just killed by an illegal alien, right? Do you ever get tired of that, of those same old cliches, the democracy, crapola they're always talking about, when, again, it just means their own power, more money for their buddies in the military-industrial complex. you got to give them your money and the rest of it. And how many folks... How many folks in Ukraine have been killed? A whole generation has been killed in Ukraine in another unwinnable war dreamed up by Victoria Nuland, the rest of the American foreign policy establishment. And I feel very strongly about this one. The American people have completely soured on this Ukraine business. People have taken their Ukraine flags out of their lawns and off their off their Twitter avatars, or should I call it X now? And I'll give a few more details on that, but keep keep this in mind. Paul Ryan, oh, they're on the side of political tyranny. What do you call what we have here in this country, the gulag we are living in, trying to throw Trump in jail the rest of his life? Yeah, um, it's corrupt, folks. Little song about the gulag from Social D. Mike Ness, keep it going, man. Keep it going. we got to have a few riffs in here. Sold-out show. Are they coming? Or yeah. Are they, they're already... When are they coming? 
Uh, not sure. I think uh, a little bit later. Uh, maybe in June, I think. June. Already yeah. sold out. Already sold out. Well, yeah. damn. That's what my brother says. I don't know. I wish I could have gone. Uh, you'd be surprised. You might get it. You can still get a ticket. Maybe I'll try to pose like have some kind of a VIP, you know? As many times as we've played their music on radio, you know? Yeah. But they'll be like, uh, no. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Matt, no. who? Yeah. They wouldn't let me in there. Oh, Mike would be like, come on. Get in here, you son of a gun. Yeah. Prison bound. Yeah, that's that's where we are in this country. Speaking of gulags, yeah, Ukraine. I mean, what an absolute disaster cooked up by the United States foreign policy establishment. Absolute disaster. Catastrophe, okay? Over on X on Twitter, Maria Matukic, M-A-T-E-I-C-U-I-U-C, is a commentator, and this uh, this uh, essay that she wrote about how bad things are in Ukraine, she just went over there for a visit in December, came back, had some things to say, and I believe Elon Musk has pointed this tweet out as well. But um, she says this, I just got back from Ukraine where I was visiting some friends. Everything we have heard about what's happening in Ukraine is a lie. The reality is darker, bleaker, and unequivocally hopeless. There is no such thing as Ukraine winning this war. By their estimates, they have lost over one million of their sons, fathers, and husbands. An entire generation is gone. Even in the Southwest, where the anti-Russian sentiment is long-standing, citizens are reluctant or straight-up scared to publicly criticize Zelensky. They will go to jail. Hey, what kind of a democracy is that? In every village and town, the streets, shops, and restaurants are mostly absent of men. The few men who remain are terrified of leaving their homes for fear of being kidnapped into conscription. Some have resorted to begging friends to break their legs to avoid service. Army search parties take place early in the morning when men leave their homes to go to work, they ambush and kidnap them off the streets, and within three to four hours, they get listed in the army and taken away straight to the front lines with minimal or no training at all. It is a death sentence. It's getting worse every day. Where I was staying, a dentist, hmm, a dentist, had just been taken by security forces on his way to work leaving behind two small children. Every day, three to five dead bodies keep arriving from the front lines. Mothers and wives fight tooth and nail with the armed forces, beg and plead not to have their men taken away. They try bribing, which sometimes works, but most of the time they are met with physical violence and death threats. And that's about one half of this missive from Maria Matusik. I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm not even going to try. I did get Imbroglio right, and I did get praise for that on the text to studio. But, ladies and gentlemen, this Ukraine business is a catastrophe, and it was engineered by the American foreign policy establishment. That is an absolute disaster. And Paul Ryan is talking about NATO and talking about 
how important NATO is. Um, but the the point Trump is making about NATO is that if you're going to be a member of NATO, you've got to fulfill your obligations to fund it to the level that you said you were going to fund it to be a part of NATO. But they like to say, oh, Trump wants to get us out of NATO. That's not the case. What is the case is, is that if you are part of NATO, you need to fulfill your obligations rather than have us do it all the time. The beleaguered American taxpayer fund the obligations of other countries, okay? But they, you know, if you have read any of the works of John Mearsheimer, the professor who has predicted exactly how this would work in Ukraine from the beginning, and then, you know, if they would actually answer where all these billions are going, where is the money going? But Victoria Newland here, and this is a clip I wanted to bring out. Again, she was deputy, deputy secretary of state or whatever under Obama. She's always the point person, and she's one of the major brain trust foreign policy establishment people who's been engineering this whole Ukraine imbroglio from the beginning, go back to 2014, and the rest of it, the color revolution. Um, trained under uh, Strobe Talbot. Another one of those establishment people who was the great best friend of Bill Clinton. They might have been roommates at Yale or something. Just a, a, a not a good, wholesome bunch of people. And it's falling flat. And the American people are not going for it anymore. And the politicians are going through all these crazy contortions and even trying to say, well, it will, if you give us this, these billions for Ukraine, we might consider securing the, our, our own border just a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, but let's let's hear what uh, what uh, Victoria Newland had to say about this. And this is this clip here. Let's listen to what she has to say. It, it is. And I do hear you and the others in the CNN administration and supporters talking it about up. the vital necessity to do this. But as people say, hope is not a strategy. And do you have any actual belief or reason to believe that eventually uh, this bill will be paid? And if not, how are you going to make sure Ukraine gets vital weapons and ammunition? Christiane, I have strong Newland. confidence that when the House comes back, after they've been out in their districts hearing from the American people, after they have heard from Ukraine, they have heard from Europe, which, by the way, just passed $54 billion in additional aid itself, that we will do what we have always done, which is defend democracy and freedom around the world, not just for victims of uh, tyrants like Putin, but in our own interest in preserving a free and open international order. That's what we need to do. We've done it before. And by the way, we have to remember that the bulk of this money is going right back into the U.S. economy to make those weapons, including good-paying jobs in some 40 states across the United States. Oh, Victoria Newland. Yeah. The money, you see, the military-industrial complex, you see, that money is actually, some of it's going to stay right here and go to my friends who are making the bombs. There was a time where you would never hear the Democrats or the left talk that way, and they spent their lives attacking Dick Cheney for that kind of stuff. Man, the deep state has taken over the Democratic Party in a big way, in an embarrassing way. Holy cow, folks. But again, she uses the same cliches, the same words, democracy, democracy. Again, Zelensky has canceled three elections in a row in that democracy. And as was just pointed out in the missive I just read from Twitter, you criticize Zelensky and you go to jail, according to this observer in Ukraine who just was there and came back to the United States. 
what kind of a democracy is that? Who's the tyrant? Who is the tyrant? They say that, okay, Putin is the tyrant. Zelensky's all about democracy. But do you ever wonder, are you so sure about that if they've got that right? Ladies and gentlemen, have they got that right? And I don't think they realize that, yes, Putin treats Navalny in a certain way, in a tyrannical way, but Biden treats Trump in the exact same way. They're trying to throw him in jail and prison for the rest of his life and bankrupt him and destroy his business and the rest of it. And Trump just goes along in good cheer and humor and successful and winning. Who is the tyrant, ladies and gentlemen? And I think that's where where we are in this country is the American people are kind of starting to realize that we're facing more danger as American citizens from our own tyrannical government than we are from whatever's going on over there in Europe, over there in Ukraine, or in any of these other theaters around the world, which our American foreign policy establishment has been busily screwing up badly. Need Trump back in office. Need some peace. Let's have some peace. Right, George? Be right back.